0: Hey guys, it's Simmy this is Wrestling Unlimited as we are here on the 7th of February 2022 to talk about everything that went down tonight on Monday Night Raw and I thought tonight's Raw, not a bad show. I thought it was serviceable as far as building up. Towards the Elimination Chamber pay per view, showing us who could be favorites going into the chamber, who are not going to be favorites going into the chamber show, and so forth, and even building up to a title match next week on Raw. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW YouTube.com forward slash Pro Unlimited, and Twitter.com forward slash. E W Unlimited. Give me one quick second. Why is this not working? And we are not working. Come on, come on. There we go. All right. So I want to say thank you for joining us here. If you are watching on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out either by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with Amazon or with a tiered subscription, or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. Remember, you got Amazon Prime, whether that's Amazon Prime Video or Amazon Prime Shopping. Well, you can take that Prime account, link it to your Twitch account, bada bing, bada boom, there you go. You've got a Prime Gaming account. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things. Prime Gaming gives you free games, Every month that changes it gives you free stuff for games like Madden, Fall Guys, Valorant, New World, Grand Theft Auto Online, and so forth. But the one thing that never changes is that they always give you one free subscription to any Twitch channel that you want to subscribe to. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you subscribe to us right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But remember on the flip side. If you're watching over on YouTube, you can help us out over there as well with a super chat or a super sticker donation. Also remember, you can subscribe to the channel as a channel member by hitting that donate button down below. No, the join button. Sorry, I'm all kind of flustered. I guess I'm not working right now. Anyways, hit that join button down below. You get early access, news, early access, podcast episodes, early access, non-news videos, and so much more. Another way you can support us there is by heading over the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store. Whether you're buying a brand new game like Sifu. Oh, boy. Everybody should be playing Sifu. Sifu is amazing. We'll be playing that later. Twitch.tv forward slash TimmyBuddy. Whether you're buying Sifu off the Epic Game Store. Grand Theft Auto 5. Because maybe you don't have it yet. Whether you're getting uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. I'm going to ask you if you have a creator code. And you do. Crater code PW unlimited doesn't cost you anything to put that code in there, and we get a kickback from the purchase you had just made. You getting stuff for Fortnite? You need V-Bucks to get Hawkeye? You need to get them hot new skins like the Mercedes-Benz skin for, for um, Rocket League? Well, you can put the creator code in there, whether it is on the Epic Game Store or in the launcher for either of those games on your PlayStation, your Xbox, or your Nintendo Switch. it you if you have a creator code do it's right here it's pw unlimited also one final thing this friday this friday night west coast pro wrestling will be putting on their uh i just forgot the art of drowning west coast pro wrestling will be holding the art of drowning the main event of that show we'll see aj gray and effie taking on the team of jacob fatu and homicide right now on the PW Unlimited YouTube channel, we do have a preview up for that show with Nick and James Kincaid, the voice of West Coast Pro Wrestling. They recap, or not recap, but they preview a number of matches coming up on that show, like that main event, like uh, Speedball Mike Bailey and ACH, a women's four-way match that will feature uh, Nicole Savoy. i trying to remember all four. Nicole Savoy... Rachel Ellering, Kylie Ray, and I always forget the other female. Oh, this is gonna bother me because I should know this. It is. Oh, I can't. I freaking remember now. I can't find the graphic. Uh, it's a woman's four way. Why can't I f- remember the final, f- the fourth female? It is. Nope, that's not the right graphic. Why well, can't I? Now I can't even find the graphic to tell me. Then there we go. It is Kylie Ray, Rachel Ellering, Masha Slamovich, and Nicole Savoy. Ooh, I couldn't think of Masha Slamovich for some reason. But Nick and James do go talk about a number of the matches taking place on the show this weekend. We do have a preview up right now, right here on the PW Unlimited YouTube channel. And If you want to catch that show, The Art of Drowning, well, you can get it at iwtv just head over to iwtv search west coast pro wrestling you can order the show for this friday will it be better than smackdown should you watch it instead maybe maybe but with that we've got monday night raw to talk about let's jump in and talk about that show right now and my notes froze of course Cool Docs always likes to freeze on me. Here we go. So the show started off with the academic challenge quiz Bowl. It was RK Bro against Chad Gable and Otis. Gable, who received pretty good heat, interrupted Kevin Patrick's introductions. and so said, I will talk about the rules here. He explained the first team, you get five questions right, they win. A team can steal an answer if one team gets it wrong. Patrick ran down all the categories, and Gable chose first U.S. presidents. The question was, who was the first president elected into office with a college degree? Gable said that he knew all about degrees, thanks to his master's degree, and he told the fans not to boo education. Gable called George Washington a dum-dum. for correctly answering, John Adams. And I do have to say, the tonight's Raw was good, but it did feel long cuz it felt like it started hours ago like m- not just 3 but way more than that. Like this show did feel long cuz this like I'm I'm recapping this right here. It's like this I thought this took place like in the middle of the day. It, was, it felt so long ago. So <clears throat> the Riddle then shows biology and then he was asked how many hearts does a octopus have? And he said, Well, my cousin's a marine biologist. Took me on a sick trip one time with them, and I know that an octopus, well, we dissected one, so I know it's got three hearts. They're one-to-one. Gable then chose Greek mythology and correctly guessed that Icarus flew too close to the sun. 2-1 Alpha Academy. Horton said, you know what? Let's let's change this up. Let's go cartoons. And they asked, uh, Which Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle used nunchucks nunchucks when fighting Shredder? And Randall goes, "Oh, I got this one. I know this one. It's Michelangelo, bro. Cowabunga. Tie it up two to two. Gable was offended that that was even a question here in an academic academic quiz bowl. Thornton said, hey, you've been doing all the talking. Let Otis talk for once. And so Otis and I chose, I choose geography. And he was asked, which of the 48 continental states is the largest? He made fun of Colorado since they're in Colorado, and then correctly answered, Texas, 3-2-Alpha. Otis said, if it was was a question about the state for the lowest IQ, well, it would be right here in Colorado. RK Brothen chose pop culture. Next question was, Justin Bieber married a Baldwin. Haley Baldwin in that Who is her father? Which Baldwin is her father? And they were both like, oh, I don't know. Uh," So Orton goes, you know what? The only Baldwin I know of is Alex, so we're going to go with that, and that was wrong. They then, uh, Alpha Academy then got the option to to steal it. Gable said, I know this one. He's in one of my favorite movies, Biodome with Stephen Baldwin. Alpha Academy goes up, 4-2. Gable asked, film and movies. Gable got his question wrong, though. It was, which Shakespeare play has been adapted the most times to movies? And I was going, ham. And every time he'd say ham, he was trying to, like, give a clue to Gable. And Gable was like, shh. He was like ham, shh. ham. think shh. he goes, it's easy. It's the greatest love story of all time. Romeo and Juliet. But he was wrong. Alpha Academy got it wrong. RK Bro then answered it correctly. Hamlet. 4-3. And Otis goes, I was trying to tell you that. Orton then picks sports. And the question was, which quarterback threw the most touchdowns in the history of the Denver Broncos? And Orton goes, and now hold on one quick second. So earlier in this, Riddle asked if he can use a lifeline. Phone a friend. And they told him, no, you can't have any outside help. So Orton then stands up, goes, I need a little help from uh, the Denver crowd here. Is it, and he starts naming off all the, um, um, Jake Plummer, Jake Cutler, Peyton Manning, or John frickin' Elway. Crowd goes nuts. He goes, well, duh, it's John Elway. It's four, four, all tied up. And give goes, no, 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 that shouldn't count. The crowd helped him. It shouldn't count. And Kevin Patrick just rolled on through. The last question was metric conversions. He said, how many grams is in an ounce? Gable got the question wrong. What was about to answer. When freaking Orton goes, wait, wait. I know this one. You're not the only one that vapes, bro. Norton goes, it's 28. Grams in an ounce. No, not vapes, bakes. You're not the only one that bakes, is what he said. Which, if you get the joke. <laughs> holy crap, what was that? Did you guys just hear that? Sound like a bomb just went off outside my apartment. Holy moly. There's like three car alarms now going off. Let me just quickly check if one of those is mine. All right, we're back. I don't know what happened. I don't know if you guys were able to hear that or not, but it sounded like a bomb went off. Like three car alarms are now going off outside. But anyways, if you don't get the joke, you don't get the joke. But it's basically bakes as far as getting stoned and smoking. But Orton's was bakes as far as making cakes. Anyways, they get it right. They go up 5 4. They first to 5. RK Bro wins, earns themselves another shot or a rematch at the Raw Tag Team Championships. Gable pissed off. Orton and Riddle bragged before they left. Gable was whining and fell to the floor as the buzzer kept going off. This then brought out the Street Profits who rubbed it in that they lost. Gable said that they were about to get their asses kicked. Otis knocked down Montez Ford from behind. We're about 22 minutes into this show, and we get our first match. We got a non-title tag team match. The Alpha Academy of the Champs against the Street Profits. Match goes about five and a half minutes. Really good match. Two solid teams working really well together. Angelo Dawkins almost had it one-on-one point after Gable gave a a, a, uh, Gable. Well, after giving Gable a silencer. But Otis broke up the cover. Ford knocked Otis out of the ring and wiped him, wiped him out with a flip dive. Dawkins and Gable exchanged counters until Gable caught him in a roll-up to pick up the victory. I thought this was a really good, solid match. I liked it. Five and a half minutes. I thought it could have gone even longer. we got a lead a video package. And even though they said... That the first hour is commercial free. We still got a commercial for Alien Resident on sci-fi. And I tweeted that and everyone goes, Well, it's well, not everyone, but I had two people go, it's it's not technically a commercial. It's an advertisement for one of their things. It's a sci-fi show, so they're not paying for it. So technically it's not a commercial. Get bent. Technically, it's not a commercial. Oh, it's a commercial. You say no commercials during the The first hour, but you air a commercial for a show that's coming on after the show. Now, if they would have done what they did later, lower third graphic, while we're still, you know, in the building and you have like Byron say, coming up after the show tonight, Alien Resident here on Sci-Fi." That's one thing. That's not a commercial. That's a plug on the show. But this was they cut away, aired a two-minute commercial, and then came back. I don't care what people say. That was a commercial. Next up, we had Bobby Lashley and MVP. Bobby Lashley got a good reaction from the hometown crowd. MVP introduced Bobby Lashley the way Paul Heyman introduces Brock Lesnar. So as Lashley was coming down to a standing ovation, MVP ran down recent events. The crowd booed the uh, insuation. They booed that Lashley. Only beat, uh, so they booed when MVP said that people are saying that Lashley only beat Lesnar because of the help of Roman Reigns. MVP said that it should be, it should have been declared Bobby Lashley Day after his win, but instead, they found out that he'd have to defend the title inside the Elimination Chamber. MVP said that Lesnar didn't deserve, did deserve credit for, uh, oh, I wrote this weird. MVP said Lesnar did deserve credit for winning the Rumble and deserves to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. However, he shouldn't be in the, in the chamber. The MVP didn't want to discredit any of the other members of the Elimination Chamber and he called AJ Styles and Seth Rollins two of the best to have ever done it, while Riddle and Theory were the future of this company. But none of them. Compared to Lashley, who's the baddest monster of, excuse me, baddest monster of them all. Lashley took the mic and insulted Lesnar, bringing up how infrequently he defends the title and wondered when the last time he even defended the title or wrestled on Raw was. And I go, well, last time he defended the title was against you. He did the same thing you would have done: win the title at one pay per view and not defend it until the next. So moot point, sucker. Uh, Lashley looked forward to pinning Lesnar once again. He said that honestly, I hope it comes down in the elimination chamber to me and Brock final two so I can pin him myself. He said when Lesnar wakes up in the hospital, he can look forward to wrestling Reigns while Lashley will still go on to main event WrestleMania as the WWE champion. an Alexa Bliss segment. Psychiatrist admitted that Bliss and the replica Lily look good together. He asked her to hand it over because it's just a toy or replica. He did, but then started crying, and there was some cheesy music playing. Next up, we got a just under five-minute match. AJ Styles, Damian Priest, non-title match. This is the hard-hitting back-and-forth action early on. After a strike exchange, Styles hit a Pele kick, which return, uh, resulted in Priest collapsing on Styles for a near fall. Priest knocked Styles off the top rope as he went for the phenomenal forearm. But as Priest ran off the opposite rope, Styles hit the phenomenal forearm and picked up the victory. Probably likes Styles more than Priest here and popped for the win. So that's telling something. Uh, fast forward, it was announced AJ gets a U.S. title shot next week. I highly doubt AJ loses. So then they start talking about. The second chamber match that was announced earlier in the day, it's a women's chamber match. The winner will go on to face Becky Lynch at WrestleMania for the Raw Women's Championship. In this match will be the following. Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, and Nikki A.S.H. Yet, there's still one more person to be announced for the match. If I'm a betting man, if I'm a gambler, saying it's Asuka, And I think Asuka should win. And we got Asuka versus Becky at WrestleMania. Because, well, remember, Asuka won Money in the Bank. Never got to to use the Money in the Bank on Becky. Because Becky had to leave and forfeit the title. So, match we were robbed of. We were robbed of. Got an NXT commercial. And Seth Rollins approached Kevin Owens as he warmed up for his match with Austin Theory. Owens said that he would beat Theory tonight. And then, well, they'd have no choice but to replace him in the elimination chamber instead of having theory in the match. Rollins acted like he was on Owens' side, and Owens didn't believe him. Going forward, he had Ms. TV, Ms. and Maurice with Ray and Dominic Mysterio. Miz introduced their guest, Ray and Dominic Mysterio, who received a good reaction from the Denver crowd. Ray basically accused Miz of cheating to win last week, and Miz took offense of that. The crowd called him a cheater, too. Miz said that Edge and Beth Phoenix cheated in their match, and it never uh, bothered anyone when Eddie Guerrero used to cheat. Miz said that it was the Mysterio's own fault that they lost last week. Miz was uh, offended that Ray got an opportunity to qualify for the chamber when he didn't. Miz noted that he was Mr. Money in the Bank, and Ray said that he... Cheated to win that too. Miss said that he beat Drew McIntyre and Ray again said he cheated to win. When technically no, because there's no rules on cashing in at all. So that was a, a moot point, Mr. Mysterio. Trying to say that he cheated to cash in his thing, his, his briefcase. <laughs> You're wrong there, Ray Ray. Miz ranted at the crowd for not uh, giving him enough credit. Miss thought that he or Maurice. To be on the cover of the video game instead of the Miz. Dominic would then get in Miz's face, told him to show his father some respect. Miz was amused and called for a rematch, saying he'll face Dominic again tonight. Dominic accepted. Miz noted that Dominic was much taller than Ray, and quote, Are you sure you're not Eddie's son? The crowd chanted for Eddie, and Dominic decked Miz. This then led to a match that was less than two minutes long. Dominic Mysterio versus The Miz. But here's the thing. It was less than two minutes, but felt like four. It, this match felt way longer than a minute and 45 seconds. The match is going on, and Maurice just blatantly right in front of the referee trips Dominic about a minute in. Ref then, uh, uh, the ref told them not to call for the bell. He was not going to do the DQ, but instead tossed uh, Maurice... Who never left ringside. As the ref was dealing with her, Miz went to bounce off the ropes and got yanked by Ray. This then led to Dominic using a flip schoolboy roll up to pick up the victory. Byron Saxon said, This has got to be like the biggest win of Dominic's career. And my first thought was, AO. The former tag team champion over on SmackDown. I think that win of him and his dad winning the tag titles, a little bigger than him just winning a random match against freaking uh, Miz on Raw, buddy boy. Going forward, Austin Theory was shown speaking with Vince McMahon in his office. Didn't clue what they were saying, though. We then had a four-minute match, Bianca Belair versus Nikki A.S.H. Four minutes of nothing, really. Nikki targeted Belair's leg and applied a single crab early. Belair came back with a follow-up slam, body slam, and a delayed vertical suplex for a two, while still selling the leg. Nikki at one point hit a tornado DDT and got a very close near fall. Belair kicked Nikki's head into the ring post before hitting a K.O.D. to pick up the victory. Then got the twenty-four-seven stuff with geeks running around backstage, and yeah, not much here happened. Weird dialogue between Dana and Reggie. Brooks thanked Reggie for everything he's done for her, and she kissed him on the cheek. He asked her what that meant, and she said it meant that we're friends. So I'm like, ooh, you got friend zone, bro. They hugged, teased kissing on the lips, but then didn't. They eventually ran off when they heard the pitter-patter sounds of R-Truth, Tamina, and Kiratazawa. Tozawa. So we got a nine-minute match. It was Kevin Owens against Austin Theory. This match was awesome. I thoroughly enjoyed this match. So, Theory tried driving Owens back first into the steel steps like he did last week, but Owens fought him off and hit his on off the steps, which led to a break. Owens nailed a cannonball, followed by a splash off the apron, more like a frog splash. Um, Corey Graves was surprised that the crowd was cheering for, for Owens in this match. Owens went for a stunner, but Theory countered into a back suplex for a two. Owens went for a stunner, but Theory countered into a back suplex. Oh, I read that. Why did I just read the same line? Uh, <laughs> Owens hit a rolling fireman's carry off the top, which really popped the crowd. He then went for a uh, swanton and Theory got his knees up. Yet, Owens followed this up shortly after with a stunner. To pick up the victory. Basically the knees. But he no-sold it almost. Rolled through it. Came back. Stunner. Bada-bing. Bada-boom. There you go. This was a very just clean win. And I'm shocked to see a clean win on Raw. The crowd was really into this match. Really into Kevin Owens. And then Owens yelled into the camera. I should be in the chamber. from the back. Riddle told Orton How excited he was that they get to fight for the tag titles again. Horton told him, hey, 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 "Hey, you got a big opportunity coming up. Elimination Chamber. You can walk out the WWE Champion and then go on in main event WrestleMania. You need to focus on tonight." And Riddle's got a look on his face like, "Wait, that's what being in the chamber means?" Like he got this like astonished look on his face, like he never realized that 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 could happen. Riddle seemed focused, walked off, came back, goes, "Oh, hey, hey, next week." We're going to have an RK Broga party. You going to join me, Randy? And Orton's like, just focus on tonight. I really do, really do like Orton, not just being a tag team partner to Riddle, but in situations like this, being a mentor to Riddle and keeping him on track as well. I really, really, really like that. There was a video about um, Olympian Jacqueline joyner Kersey, Jacqueline Joyner-Kersey. Bianca Belair kind of, I guess you could say, interviewed because she looked up to her. So when they were all in St. Louis, they met up. We got another video that says, well, Veer is coming to Raw, or Veer Mahan is coming to Raw. Out would then come Lita. She was excited to be on Raw in Denver. She's like, if you would have asked me two weeks ago if I was going to be here, I probably would have said no. She was thrilled. She got to be in the Royal Rumble with the likes of Charlotte Flair. The crowd booed. Ronda, rowdy Ronda Rousey. Crowd booed even louder. Bianca Belair. The crowd cheered. And the Nightmare, Rhea Ripley. crowd cheered. Lita began speaking about Becky Lynch until, well, Becky interrupted. And Lita just, mm, I don't know about Lita's promo here tonight. Very scripted. Like, it came off as lines, lines, lines. Unlike Becky, who came off smooth. Lynch came out and mentioned how Rousey's running scared of her going over there to SmackDown. Excuse me, SmackDown. But she said it's also great to see her teenage idol right in front of her, and that's Lita. She said that she declined Lita's challenge last week. But there was a reason. Lynch idolized her growing up. On top of that, a lot of people turned up their noses to her when she arrived in WWE, but Lita did not. And she was grateful for that crowd cheered. Lynch said that there would be no Becky Lynch without Alita. but now that there was a Becky Lynch, there doesn't need to be Alita. She said, the title is the most important thing to me. It's the most important thing in the world. And I go, Gordon, your daughter. Says so she's had to get rid of friends, fans, and the people. To keep this title. And that's all, no problem. And getting rid of Lita, well, that's gonna be no problem for her either. Lita admitted the Lynch was probably the odds on favorite because she hasn't had a title match in 15 years. She said, But it's no problem because I like being the underdog. She said, and this came off super scripted. She goes, I'm just a punk rock dumpster diving kid who chased her dreams, but it was the fans who helped me become a four-time champion. And the crowd cheered. They cheered, Lita, Lita. And she said, that is why I got to live my dreams. She says, yes, I haven't had a title shot in 15 years, but the fans still support me, and I like those odds. Lita said that Lynch should worry about how she'd feel when Lita becomes a five-time champion. Lynch said that the fans were all Lita would ever have. Lynch went to attack, but Lita fought back and gave her a twist of fate and a moonsault. I thought this is all right. Build up some hype. Kevin Owens approaches Adam Pearce to Sonya Deville, who was in an arm sling. Got her arm in a sling because uh, she was attacked by Ronda Rousey last week. Owens asked them if, well, he could be in the chamber because of his win, and they said, oh, no. The qualifying match was last week and you lost. Owens said he and believe it. They were pretty dismissive, and DeVille said that Owens may not even be on WrestleMania. Owens said they can't take this from him or the people of Texas because Texas loves him. Owens said that he became universal champion in Texas, and he made his first mania in Texas, or had his first mania in Texas. He knew everything about Texas. The cowboy boots, the rodeos, the bulls. He pointed to the bull on his shoulder, the tattoo. He told them that he needed this and asked them, Think about it. He, he 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 can't be in the chamber match. He don't go to Saudi. Looks up we had a and hold on, if if I'm not mistaken here. Second longest match of the night. Um Second longest match of the night. Two versus Liv Morgan. Match was alright. Nothing to phone home about. Dewdrop hit a crossbody early, which led to a break one minute into the match. Dewdrop remained in control until Morgan came back with a drop kick off the middle ropes. Follow this up with the code breaker for a two. Dewdrop followed this up with the facebuster for a two. And Morgan went to the middle rope, but Dewdrop yanked her down and hit a Vader bomb to pick up the victory. Yeah, eight minutes, and that's really all that was. Notable, good portion of this didn't take place during the commercial break, but at least it was a picture-in-picture commercial break. Got a bunch of those tonight. We got another Alexa Bliss segment. The psychiatrist asked her about how she's been handling her anger and things that have upset her and made her angry, and she talked about being cut off in a parking lot and then cut off in the checkout line at the grocery store, and then she said she beat some chicks' ass in aisle three, and when the... the Psychiatrist says, "Can you describe her for me?" She described Lily. Said, "Yeah, I, I threw her down aisle three. I hit her in the head with a loaf of bread." And he goes, "Well, seems like we still got a lot of work to do." So they got three things officially announced for next week's uh, Monday Night Raw, still on Sci-Fi. Damian Priest will defend the U.S. title against AJ Styles. Brock Lesnar will appear on the show, and the RK Broga party. Next up, Riddle and Seth Rollins. Rollins told Kevin Patrick that he's planning on main eventing WrestleMania after he wins the Elimination Chamber because the one thing he hasn't done yet is actually go into WrestleMania as the WWE Champion. This match goes 7 minutes and 42 seconds. Rollins powerbombed Riddle uh, into the barricade, barely a minute into the match. And this looked like a little scary spot, not just because of what happened last time, you know, you know, the, the time when he did this to but because when he threw Riddle into the barricade, Riddle like barely got to the barricade, kind of got his arm up, and it looked like Finn's arm when he like the arm got caught a little bit. And I go, oh, 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 but he was all right. <clears throat> got a commercial break right after this. Rollins remained in control until we came back from the break and he hit a Pele kick, a forearm, and a suplex. Riddle did. Rollins was in control until Riddle hit a Pele kick, forearm, and a suplex. Uh, Riddle followed this up with a, pe- uh, a PK attempt before being wiped out by Rollins. This then led to Kevin Owens running in and attacking Riddle for an abrupt DQ with about 15 minutes still left in the show. Immediately, the music of Randy Orton hits, and he comes out and lays out Kevin Owens with an RKO. Graves then says, what's going to happen next? Go to break. When we come back, Jimmy Smith says, I can't believe it. Uh, WWE official Adam Pearce came out here and made a tag team match. It was Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens against Randy Orton and Riddle of RK Pro. And Adam Pearce was still a ringside. The match is going on. Owens was selling the RKO by basically sitting on the floor, not up on the apron. And Rollins and, and Riddle were going at it in the ring before Rollins got out of the ring and looked at, at, at Owens on the floor, and he like hit him a couple times in the arm. He's like, ow, that hurts. I got an RKO. Leave me alone. Um, This is pretty funny. Orton gave Rollins a backdrop on the announce table. Riddle tagged in. But so did Owens, who cut him off, and Riddle got hit with a super kick. They worked over Riddle until Riddle dodged Rollins' frog splash before hitting Owens with a knee strike. Horton made the hot tag and hit Rollins with a clothesline, a power slam, and a draping DDT. Somewhere in there, too, I think, Owens got hit with the power slam. No, I said power slam. Never mind. Uh, Rollins blocked an RKO as Riddle tagged himself in. He knocked down Owens and Rollins with kicks, but Rollins came back with consecutive elbow strikes. Rollins followed this up with a curb stomp to pick up the victory. The finish felt a little flat to me, though. It was kind of like, hmm, okay, cool. Horton then gave Owens an RKO following the, the end of the match, and Rollins laughed as he walked away, leaving Kevin there. There we go. That, ladies and gentlemen, was Monday Night Raw. I thought it was an okay show. Pretty good. Built a lot of things. Kind of told us who's going in what direction towards Elimination Chamber and so forth. Built up to a title match next week. But again, the show did feel long. Like, it felt long. Now you know what I thought of the show. Now it's time to hear what you guys thought of tonight's show. With that, remember, you can text it into 510-906-1341. And that's 510-906-1341. But first, let's check the polls. As far as the Twitch poll does go, 100% of you liked tonight's show. Interesting. As far as the Twitter poll does go, 46% of you liked tonight's Raw. 35% thought it was just all right. And 17% did not like Raw. And finally, the YouTube poll, 63% liked the show. Twenty-nine percent thought it was just all right, and eight percent did not like tonight's raw. Check the text messages here; see what we've got, got, got. It says, "I liked tonight's raw, but I'm not a fan of picture and picture break concept." Also, did you see the uh, Money in the Bank and SummerSlammer in July? Yeah, that's old news. We knew that like back in October. November. We knew that a long time ago. But as far as the picture-in-picture goes, I like it. It's what a lot of other sports do. I know NBC, I'm shocked that they don't do this for Raw every week. Because it's something that NBC does a lot. I mean, NBC does it. So, when NBC broadcasts NASCAR, the first half of the race is just regular commercial breaks. But whenever they go to break from the halfway point on, it's all picture-in-picture breaks. So it's like, and we see it with NXT every week as well. So it's like NBC Universal is not against picture-in-pictures. I just don't get why they don't do it more often for Monday Night Raw. Like this is the first time in a long time I remember seeing this for Raw. Um, it says, did you notice Sonya Deville had the other arm in a sling on Raw and quickly changed it between segments? No, I did not. I noticed her arm was in the sling, but I didn't notice that she changed it. I only, wait changed it, we saw her more than once, Then I missed something because I only saw her the one time that I can recall in the office okay, I don't know this person says, do you think Priest will turn heel anytime soon, I think he loses to AJ and flips out and turns heel loses the US title, that's what I think happens but with that, guys, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. A little bit later, in less than an hour, I will be live. Twitch.tv forward slash Buddy. I'm going to play some Sifu. This game is amazing. I'm addicted. It's hard as hell. But I don't even care that I keep dying because it's that fun. It's like, man, I died, but I know what I did wrong so I can do better next time. I'm gonna be playing Sifu over there, Twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy. We'll have a good time. We'll hang out. We'll we'll shoot the shit and chat some stuff up as I play through some Sifu. So with that, guys, hopefully I see you guys in a little bit. Twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy. Go over there, hit that follow button. That way you know when I go live, and I'll see you back here Wednesday for AEW Dynamite. Have a good one, guys.